Sometimes life is messy. Have you ever wished you could refocus your mind, home, relationships, and work life? Join us as we use research-based information to make practical changes and simplify life. This is Life Simplified. Welcome back to Life Simplified. So over the past month, um, we've been talking about summer and all the fun things and vacations. And um, one thing that a lot of people tend to like about summer is that it's warmer and it's um, it's hotter outside, which also means we are using more energy at home, right? Because our kids are at home or maybe you're home more and you want to keep it cool because if you're outside sweating all day, you're at the pool, you want to come home and just cool off and relax. And so today we're going to be talking about how we can conserve energy and some tips and tricks of how we can save money at home while it's hotter outside and we're at home more. So um, we, we've been talking about staycations and things like that. And so thinking about our, what are some things that you all notice in your all's budgets that go up during the summer? Are, are you spending more in the summer than other months? Or do you think it's about the same? What's your all's thinking about finances just in general? I learned years ago that you can do a budget billing far as with your electric company or my electric company. So I pay consistently the same thing every year because or every month because they averaged far as what it was. It, they had I could not do it like within a year because that way they could tell like what it was. So I pay consistently the same price, you know, regardless. But most time it's in summertime when it goes up higher. So yeah, we do something similar at our house. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great idea. Yeah, we've done that before. I don't think we're doing that currently at our house now. We've just been in it right at a year. So I probably could implement that now. But I think it's great to have. A, I think it's like I think they call it levelized um, payments at our electric company but that is nice because then you can actually budget yeah um because you know there are times it wants to spike in the winter and in the summer when we have extreme temperatures we have gas heat and then electric air so our two bills flip-flop during summer and winter and i did notice i pay i pay bills the other day so this is a great topic and i did notice that our electric bill went up drastically whereas our heat bill went down a lot whether or not they evened out mm, but i did notice that jump so we are spending more money to cool our house during the summer well, and I will say, because I'm in a, a new home, we've just built this home, we've only been there a year, I can see a vast difference between my previous home, which was an older home, it was built in the 70s, um, and we had done upgrades and remodeling, but this new house um, is larger, and I had fear, like, oh my goodness, our electric bill is going to be like through the roof, because it was pretty high at my last house, and what I have been pleasantly surprised with is having more energy-efficient windows and insulation and shades 
my electric bill is actually less in a larger home than it was in my older, smaller home um, just because of those upgrades. And so I know that that's not something that everybody can do. But if you are struggling with energy efficiency, like thinking about that um, for the long run, like a goal to, to upgrade or make changes to, it has made a huge impact. And I know we've always heard that, but I've actually seen it. And so I was I was pretty impressed. That's awesome. And that kind of plays into what the research is kind of showing. So I found an article from Colorado State University that says cooling your home can account for 17% of your home energy consumption. So that's, if you think about it, that's quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, we are going to talk about three different things today. We're just going to talk about general tips on improving your energy efficiency. We're going to talk about things we can do in the kitchen that can maybe help us with energy efficiency in our home and saving money. And then lastly, we're going to think about things that we can challenge our family members and kids to do while they're home during the summer to maybe save us some money. So we're let's go ahead and we're going to dive into just talking about some general tips to help us improve. And so you all have mentioned a few things in our introduction, but is there anything else that you all do or have kind of maybe, oh, yeah, um, aha moment so far that you do at home to improve your efficiency at home. We try to keep the blinds closed during the day. And then, of course, I want to keep them closed all the time. But mm-hmm. when the sun is the brightest and really shining in, trying to keep those areas the blinds closed. Yeah, that's great. We we do that at home um, because t- I love the blinds being open because in our bedroom, the sun comes up on that side and I'm always like opening the curtains and I'm like, no, we need to close the curtains <laughs> because that's where that heat comes in and it, and it keeps that air running. So that's a great, yeah. Anybody else? We have um, roller shades instead of blinds in this house, um, and they're kind of blackout, so they're they're good at keeping the the light and the heat out. So when they're down, they're very um, energy efficient. But my husband loves light natural light and we live on the farm so he wants to be able to see everything so we kind of have a compromise and that it will put them halfway down because we have pretty large windows <laughs> and so we're like okay well we'll go midway and then that, that's kind of in between so if you can't stand to have them completely closed maybe that's an option you just do do a half a mid and it i can tell a difference um but also i am very very cold natured and so i'm great in the summer with temperature in the house because our thermostat stays on about 75 <laughs> which I, everybody else would be like boiling i'm sweating um, at 75 right <laughs> Me too. and i'm sweating, just thinking like, about it comfortable living my best life um now obviously there are times when we turn it a little little bit lower but we we keep it fairly you know energy efficient on the temperature so um if you come to my house i apologize (laughs) you may be a little hot well you may be on to something because the research also shows that you could possibly save between three and five percent on the cost of each degree that you raise your thermostat nice yeah and i was surprised by that range i thought you know maybe one but three to five i mean you think about it that's quite a bit yeah that's significant 
I told my husband the other night, he comes in, he turn it down because I usually keep it between 70, 71. Uh, but he comes in, he turns it down to 69. I said, what did you turn it down to? Because it is cold in here. Oh, I didn't touch it. I said, I'm going to go put a lock on it. I'm going to put a lock on it. Don't touch oh, it. Yeah, so those are some great things. Um, some other tips that I found, and I do this all the time. And not everyone does this or can do this. Opening your windows during cooler weather. So, like, for example, today it rained. It's kind of cooled mm-hmm. off some. Like, when I go home, it's I may raise my windows just to let fresh air in and then to just let it be a little cooler. Does anybody do anything like that? I, I do, but then um, I have to be very careful because all my kids and myself have bad allergies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. even though we all love having the windows open, letting that come in, it usually ends up going to the doctor because you got a sinus infection yeah. because of all the pollen and everything that's, you know, out. So, yeah. Um, some other tips would be to air dry your clothes. I grow. I grew up, and my grandmother. I remember her putting the clothes on the clothesline, and mm-hmm. and I always never really understood why, but this could be why, you know, and a good example of why. So that's something that you can do. Um, that's funny. My oldest actually asked me about air drying clothes the other day. She said, "Would it be bad if like I put a line outside to dry my clothes?" And I was like, "No, that'd be awesome." That's neat. That's interesting yeah. that she came up with that to do on that. her own yeah, yeah on her own definitely and you're like now you're like yeah it saves i'm like money. that sounds great <laughs> <laughs> let's do it you can uh, switch your light bulbs so i don't know if anybody has transitioned to the led light bulbs but they are more energy efficient and also just turning the lights off when you're not using them because you are home more so you tend to not think about it you just move from room to room but turning that turning those lights off um what about using ceiling fans um our house we don't have any just because the structure of it um it was difficult for us to have but i feel it it makes that it makes you feel cooler when you have a fan going does anybody use those uh, yes, I do. I We had three. We had two in like our dining room and living room area. We went ahead and installed ceiling fans in all of our bedrooms, all the kids' rooms and ours. And then we still have it in the living room and the dining room. And it makes a big difference, too. We have them in our children's bedrooms. Um, I don't love ceiling fans aesthetically, but they do serve a good purpose. And I thought for their rooms especially, it would be good for them to kind of have that air circulation. Um, And we like to sleep with a little bit of sound. So sometimes they'll just turn theirs on just for a little white noise in the background. So it kind of does double duty. A few more things that you can do is perform regular maintenance on your air systems, and that includes cleaning your filters. Mm-hmm. So changing those out or uh, just taking them out and cleaning them like ours at home. You, we take them out and just clean them ourselves. So whatever your option is, those are just some tips to think about that you can do to help save energy. And so now we're going to talk about cooking, some things we can do in the kitchen, because a lot of times, if you think about it, you turn that oven on and it, if you, you can feel it, the house mm-hmm. just heats up. Now in the wintertime, I'm opening it up yeah. after it's all letting <laughs> the heat out. So some things to think about saving money in the kitchen when you're cooking would be just to avoid the stove or oven. Now, I'm my feelings aren't hurt about this. I'm okay with <laughs> not having to cook, um, but you could still cook. You could use a microwave. You could use those slow cookers or the Instapots, toaster ovens. You could grill. You know, mm-hmm. think of things that you can do to keep the heat a little less. 
And that's one thing that you don't often think about during the summer is the slow cooker because you think of soups and stews and warm comfort foods. But there's lots of recipes that you can do and use that slow cooker and that makes it easier on you it can cook while you're gone yeah that's like because typically in the summer we're busy mm-hmm. and we're not home a lot so you could put it in there and it'd be ready when you get home and you're using less energy so yeah also thinking about use the smallest pan possible because because there's less to heat but you also want to make sure you're using the right burner because I have a large burner. And then sometimes I put the small pan oh, on. I'm yeah. like, yeah, no, that was not the best idea. <laughs> Your handle's scalding you. Like, oh. Yeah, because I have like a favorite. I don't know if you all have like a favorite burner. Like yes. you always tend it's to go. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yes. I've read about this. We all do it. Yes. I think it's great. And the one is always a little larger for me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wait, no, this was a bad choice. So uh-huh. being mindful of just maybe using a smaller pan and putting a lid on that. And that way it heats up sooner and you're using less um, less energy. And I don't always do this, but I think, you know, if you're boiling something like cooking noodles or something like that, if you put that lid on there, of course, it heats up quicker. So just a little tip to think about in the kitchen. And also, you can turn your oven off just a few minutes before it's done cooking because, as we know, it takes a little while for your oven to cool down. So if there's, you know, three or four or five minutes, depending on, you know, what you're cooking, you can turn it off sooner. It'll continue to cook and then you're not continuously running your oven. And then this may be hard, which a lot of people may not have this, you know, we have ovens that you can see through now or turn lights on, but don't peek in the oven as often. So uh, we were at a cookout the other day and someone was making brownies and everybody was like peeking in Mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, you're letting that heat out into your kitchen. So then it has to kind of heat a little bit more. So just thinking about don't peeking in the oven when things are cooking. Um, Have you all used these tips in the kitchen or is there different ones maybe that you thought about even preparing food that doesn't require cooking mm-hmm. have sandwiches one evening or for lunch if you're if you are home more then maybe you're doing a cook free lunch or breakfast and only cooking one time during the day well and not only that a lot of people also prepare meals ahead of time so have one day to prepare get it all yeah. together mm-hmm. and so then that way you, yeah <laughs> cook one time and then have your meals for the rest of the week yeah and i like that you mentioned the non-cooking because it made me think about fresh produce so yes. the farmer's yeah. market is mm-hmm. open in the summer season or your salads. garden mm-hmm. may be going mm-hmm. and so you could do use salads and use those that fresh produce that you already have or you can buy that's usually cheaper so you're saving monies on both ends so yeah no that's great yeah we usually cook outdoors a lot more um in the summer and so a lot more grilling and things outside where it's already hot so keep the heat out where the heat already is (laughs) and you know send the spouse out there to do it let (laughs) let them be hot and sweaty you can stay inside the air conditioning but we also use the toaster oven a lot and that's Mm -hmm. one that's on here um and i don't think toaster ovens get talked about often but we find they're like very versatile and we use them for a lot of things so anytime it's something that doesn't need a full oven size we will go with that and it's definitely a lot cooler in the house Yeah, and so something that I have not really thought about in the kitchen is your refrigerator. So Mm -hmm. thinking about how your refrigerator could save you money as well. So you could check your refrigerator settings. Um, So you want it 
the refrigerator to be at or below 40 degrees. And so I challenge you all to go home and look and see what your else is on. Because sometimes people have it lower. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, oh, I just need it down to the coolest one ever. But as we talked about before, you know, just a few degrees can save money. Um, and Or your freezer, it should be at zero degrees. And so sometimes, I don't know about your else, which... You can do like negative degrees on your freezer. I don't, yeah. I'm like, what is this? Um, but mine does it, and now whether it is or not, I don't know. But that's another tip is to put a thermometer in your refrigerator just to see what that temperature actually is in there because, kind of like our ovens, they all cook differently, and just because it says it's at a certain temperature, it may not be at a certain temperature. And that's a good thing to have in your refrigerator either way. So if the power goes mm-hmm. out, then you're, you're not relying on what that what it says on the front of the refrigerator. You see the temperature so you can determine whether or not you need to throw your food out. Yeah, no, that's a great tip. Another thing, and some people do this and some people don't, um, cover your food. So when you put it inside your refrigerator, make sure that you have it covered because the compressor works harder to cool down the moist air that comes out of your containers. And so that way you're saving money by just just throwing that cover over your foods. One thing that I tend to forget that I try to do at least once a year is to clean or dust off the coils that are on the back of your refrigerators. Mm. I don't know if that's something that you all do. Sometimes that's the abyss. Yeah. You, uh, sometimes we stack <laughs> things on top of our refrigerator because we live in an older home. We don't have a lot of counter space, so we kind of try to organize. And sometimes things get lost back there. <laughs> yes. Um, mm. And so that may be a good a good thing to look what's back there and while you're there clean your coals off dust them off a little bit uh, to save your energy with that i'm a little terrified to look back there <laughs> like honestly that's never crossed my mind and now i'm like oh man yeah and it's a good idea to clean back there too because as the four of us know from a training that's also where the pests like to hang out if you have a lot of like food and particles and things back there that you haven't cleaned because you haven't thought about it that's just like a perfect storm for all of our little friends that we don't want in our home so you know might might be multiple reasons to check back there (laughs) so pull your refrigerators out when you get home tonight The last tip on thinking about your refrigerators is if you have an old refrigerator that you may just have to unplug it maybe for the summer or to check that temperature on it or put that thermometer in it. So a lot of people, maybe they get a new refrigerator or they'll buy one to put in the garage or in the shop or just extra to put, you know, their drinks in or just store for ice cream or popsicles. Sometimes Mm -hmm. people do that. And So thinking about that, those are usually the older ones are less energy efficient. And then also thinking about, could we turn it down? Could we turn it off for a little bit? Um, Just to try to thinking about saving some money on that end too. Yeah. And I think also the unplug it, like I'm bad about other appliances in the kitchen that aren't being used, being plugged in. And that that is still like pulling some energy, maybe not a lot, but it could always help. So unplug all those things, whether it's your toaster oven or mixer or whatever, plug it when you need it and then unplug it. Yeah. It's a great idea. And something it talked about too is computers. Mm, Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're at home working from home or if you just have a computer that you use, um, just unplugging that for a little while or the kids games oh, that could yeah. be yeah. right 
<laughs> my kid's not old enough to do that. But thinking about, oh, we're trying to save money. We need How no will they survive? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're not taking my games. Right? <laughs> just a li- Maybe that's a good incentive. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> And then, um, so lastly, just some tips on how kids can help, because we talked about they're at home, and you all may have some ideas. Do you all have any ideas or things that that you all challenge your kids to do, maybe, while they're at home to save energy, or... I don't know. What do you I'm think? cheating off your list. Okay. <laughs> and and you're turn off the lights when you leave the room in the bathroom. My goodness, like I feel like that is my mantra every morning and every day someone's bathroom light is still on. I feel like I have to do like a, a loop. Like let me check, make sure everybody's done this. Yes, those lights. Turn turn the lights off. <laughs> showers are a big thing at our house. And I, I think you take more showers during the summer, especially if you're outside. Then you're mm, going to come in yeah. and you're going to want to go ahead and take a shower. But we have not necessarily a rule, but kind of a rule. If you're going to take more than one shower, like you get one, like this is so relaxing. This is so nice. Not really long, but a longer shower. And then if you're going to take another one, it has to be a quick one. There's no relaxing. You're just rinsing your body and cleaning it. Yeah, no, that's great because you're not that your water heater's not working as much. Yeah, and then you're saving on your water bill as well. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good one. So uh, as Tiffany mentioned, turning off your lights. So that could be a task that you all have to your kids. So maybe you won't have to be the one that that is the rounds before you leave or if they're at home by their if they're old enough to be at home by themselves like hey let's let's think about this a little bit more turning off the radios unplugging computers tvs games kind of like we talked about taking showers as as was mentioned before and closing the refrigerator so do you all have a problem with that like uh maybe if you have teens or kids that just or spouses that open (laughs) open the doors and they're like what's in here to eat what's there's a good snack and the refrigerator's open for longer than maybe it needs to be Mm -hmm. yeah that happens Mm -hmm. thankfully um our refrigerator's newer and so it will start beeping yeah and it's like close me close me now (laughs) you're like ah shut it that gives you a, an idea of, hey, it's been open too long. Yeah, you're like, yeah. How long have you been staring into nothing? Like, t- grab it and go. You see what's there. Yeah, so just think about what you need to grab. Grab it quick and, and close it. So, yeah. Yeah, and when I'm cooking at night, I've tried to, like, get out my recipe. And I, I try to grab it all at one time. Like, so if you know you're going to need multiple things, like, grab as much as you can so you're not in and out of it 15 times while you're making one meal. No, yeah, those are definitely all good ideas and challenges, maybe not only for our kids, um, but maybe just everybody that's mm-hmm. in the house. I know Ashley's big about lists and checklists, yes. so maybe <laughs> maybe these are some things that you can all add to your list of uh, things or chores that you, you have everybody do throughout the summer mm-hmm. to maybe help save money. And I just thought of one more that we actually talked about last night. And we're, ha- we're washing more clothes. Our oldest daughter is home, and she does her own laundry. So we were talking last night about, well, let's make sure that we all have a full load before we run the washing machine. And she was like, yes, that's what I had to do at college because it cost me money. <laughs> so she was already on board with that. And maybe that's something that my husband and I need to really be mindful of, that we're not just washing a couple of things at a time. Make sure you have a full load. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. 
All right. So um, we have covered several things today on how we could think about saving energy and saving money at home. And so we talked about general things. We talked about things in the kitchen and maybe some tasks that we're challenging ourselves or our family members with. So hopefully um, you all that have been listening today can maybe... Think about some things that you can do to help conserve energy, whether it's just going home and pulling your refrigerator out and (laughs) dusting off those coils. You never know. Or um, you could raise your temperature a few degrees in the house um not causing a fight with anybody (laughs) so i'm not i'm not asking you to do that so maybe just challenging you and your family and thinking ways that you can save money that's friendly on your budget at home and so if you have any questions or you have any feedback as always we're always love to hear that from you we have an email address life simplified podcast at gmail.com we also have our facebook page so please go ahead like our page share comments share ideas Uh, we're always open to those things and we hope that you have enjoyed this episode and we will see you next time this is life simplified thanks for listening to life simplified We are family and consumer sciences agents with the University of Kentucky Cooperative Extension Service. Contact us at lifesimplifiedpodcast at gmail.com.